0: Good day everybody. This is Coach V. I'm Coach David. And this is the Kaizen Karate podcast coming to you with a special edition podcast. Coach David, we normally don't record in the middle of the week, but man oh man was it time, right? Yeah, we had a couple of weeks off there. We've been
1: super busy, lots to get to, but uh, we just couldn't stay away. We need to say hi to
0: y'all. Absolutely. And, you know, I'll say this, uh, you know, we weren't just kind of, you know, sitting back and eating popcorn on the couch, guys. We were, uh, you know, running camps and kind of shifting from virtual over to in-person, which is kind of what we're going to talk about a little bit today. Um, Summer camps are off to a a great start. Believe it or not, Coach David, we're actually at like week five. Can you believe that? It's hard to believe. I cannot believe we're in week five. I, I was thinking that, you know, after week one, we would, you know, kind of go some other paths but it's it's been amazing uh we've had just every single flavor you can imagine at camp in terms of experiences and good bad and everything else and uh all in all everything's on the up and up it sounds like camp (laughs) yeah it really does it really does so uh i want to give a quick update you know in-person classes are back so if you're looking for an in-person class right now and you're in the washington dc metro area maryland dc virginia uh, and you're looking for something in person, youth or adult, um, we're there. It doesn't matter which side of the river you're on. You know, if you're on this side of the Potomac or the other side, we have classes on both sides. And I think one thing, Coach David, which I'm curious to get your take on is the, the uh, fan favorite Monday night adult class is back, right? It's, it's back in person. What are your feelings on that? How'd you feel that first night back?
1: So awesome. I cannot express how much fun, how exciting. It was like almost starting karate all over again, just to see everybody in person, everybody had their blue shirts on, it was all excited for, you know, to to get at it. And um, I think, you know, that everyone was like, we want to spar, we're going to spar, we got to spar. And I think we did it in a nice controlled manner, right? There was on the body work, there was some light sparring going on, but, um, you know, I'm not ready to get fully back to it. Most people are still need little... More work on uh, timing and control, which we'll talk about in a second. But, man, I cannot express how, after the last, what, 18 months, how long it's been, great it was to be back in person.
0: So, Coach David, you know adult class goes 7.30 to 8.30, right? And, um, you know, during pre-COVID times, we'd hang out till about 9. And, you know, it was, you know, at least half an hour. We'd chat and talk. I think I left class on Monday night closer to, like, 9.40. You know, now (laughs) class ended at 830, but I class, you know, I left at about 940 because we were just having so much fun talking to each other. And it was dark outside, but, you know, we were just, you know, how are you doing? You know, because I think seeing everyone on Zoom was great, but I think seeing everyone in person was just priceless. You can't even put it into words, right?
1: Uh, That's 100% correct. You just don't, you know, you almost forget what it's like and what it means. And as much as we've done and we've done such a great job and i think you know i don't want to toot my own horn here but you know kaizen as a whole i think we've done as great a job as you could possibly do to get people from one place to another from before the pandemic through the pandemic to do karate but in person's the way it's meant to be it's just how it should be and i am so glad that for the most part we're
0: there i mean thank you for saying that i mean it's uh it's been a journey it's been a journey and you know as uh as I've heard it said, let's not do this again. You know, let's uh, let's, no, let's not do this thing again. But let me tell you something I love about the outdoor classes. Um, I told this to my wife the other day. You know, I came back, Coach David. You know, like you know how like after a really hot class outside, your shirt is soaked. My whole gi was soaked. Like my shoes were soaked. Like everything. I was just like a just sweat. Now, some people you might get turned off when you hear that, but I think the people who are listening right now, Kaizen Nation. You're probably like, yeah, like you know, that's that's exactly what you're looking for. I remember there were times during the winter seasons, I would have to like warm up for 15 or 20 minutes, you know, before I'm like really ready to roll. I have felt great the last two. Se- you know, we trained on Friday, then we trained on Monday. Coach David, I think these are some of my best classes that I've had in terms of instructing, but also training because I'm training with the students during the class. I feel fantastic. You know, there's no aches, there's no pain. So if, if, if that speaks to, you, and you're listening right now, and you're thinking to yourself, why should I come back now? It's so hot. Well, you got to get over that, right? Because it, I think what's going to happen is if you train right now, the, the, the chances I think of an injury due to not enough warm up, things like that, I think it's less because the body warms up faster you know, hamstrings are looser, glutes are looser, lower back is looser. That whole posterior chain, which is so problematic for many adults, um, we did minimal warm-ups. And I'm not saying I advocate that. I'm just saying that that's just what happened this past class. And we did a moving warm-up. We did a dynamic warm-up. We did slow drills as a warm-up. And I got to tell you, Coach David, it was uh, it was great. Like, I mean, oh, I, we agree with you. Yeah, I mean, we've had great classes, but there was something about this past Monday and Friday that was just it was on fire, not just the temperature. Cause yeah, the temperature was on fire, but it was like almost like, think of hot yoga-ish meets karate. And you're just kind of cleansing the body. You're getting all the toxicity of the day, whatever that means off of you. And you just had this amazing workout with your friends in class. And it was just great, right?
1: I completely agree. You're hundred percent right. The warmer it is, the friendlier it is to the body. I know people complain, but hundred percent, if you're a runner, you know this to be true. Go, go run in 40-degree weather, and if you did not warm up, tell me you're not going to be hurting. Your, your, your hamstrings are going to start out tight. This was like, you're already loose, you're limber. I mean, it was such a fun class, just so
0: good. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to next Monday. <laughs> Absolutely. So we got to talk about Sundays. Sundays are back in person. Now, we go from, what, July 11th through August 15th or so, something 15th. like that. It's about six Sundays. Uh, we're in Silver Spring, Maryland at Woodland, and- Coach David, I don't even have words how exciting I was to, to be back in person, to see the kids. Some of these students I haven't seen in person, period, because some of them started virtually. Uh, some were a lot taller than I thought. Some were shorter than I thought. Nothing wrong with that. And, you know, it's just because I saw everyone on Zoom, right? Now we're seeing every all the kids in person. And it was just so great to see everyone, to be able to do partner work. You know, we're still wearing masks because we're indoors um, and the kids are not vaccinated yet, under 12. And even though the adults are, you know, pretty much everyone's vaccinated even though they are out of respect everyone's still you know wearing that mask for safety purposes we had the fans going we had good ventilation everything was good i think it was just um i think about that first class you know the 11:30 class there was so many people i could see in their eyes they thought they knew the move but they had no idea about how many details that were missing what do you what do you feel about yeah and i in
1: fact As they would walk in and you'd look at them, they kind of had this look of like, you know, I'm a little bit nervous. Like, I don't know what this is. This is not what I've been doing for the last year. Um, And it just it was uh, like one of the things you see. You know, slowly they they start like getting that look of, oh, okay, all right, right, I see this is going. And it was great. We did a virtual breakout room and Zoom, but here we did breakout room. But we split up. But yet it had that personal touch we could do movement, we could do things you can't do over Zoom. And I think by the end of the class, that 1130 class was just like, soul, like this is karate, this is what I should be doing.
0: Yeah, you know, I I think with Zoom, I wanna give Zoom credit because Zoom kept everything together. You know, if we didn't have Zoom and we didn't have that virtual you know, training, I'd be worried to think about where things would be. You know, we had a lot of students who were able to stay active and engaged and plugged in because of Zoom. Mm -hmm. However, Zoom was not a replacement for partner work. And I think that we got to be careful about, uh, you know, we can sharpen our technique, we can make sure we learn the direction and order of the kata. However, you can have really good technique in the air, but then not be able to apply it on a person, especially with a variety of different kinds of partners with different body types and speeds and abilities. Same thing with the kata. You know, traditionally, you know, sometimes we just compete on katas. You go to some of these traditional tournaments, they're just doing the kata in the air and all that, right? But with us, we want you to be able to use the kata on the body. And I think one of the things that opened everyone's eyes was we had students in our advanced class who kind of knew all 55 moves or close to, and some of them had trouble doing the first couple moves on the body. And I think it was very eye-opening. They were like, whoa. Even the same thing happened on Monday, right? Same thing. We've had students who can knock out all 55 moves, all 30 moves. And again, if you're listening and this is you I'm talking about, this is not a bad thing. I've been here. Like all right, Coach David, you've been there. All of us have been here where it's just an opportunity for growth. But I think that was probably the biggest takeaway. We've identified new areas to grow in. Growth is exciting. Growth is not easy, but the feeling of growth is it's you can't even describe it, right?
1: I think it reaffirms everything we've always said and we've thought. And I think now the students get to experience and it's one thing we can tell you what the answer is, but when you see it for yourself, it makes learning a whole lot easier because now we don't have to convince you. We don't have to trick you. We can be there to help coach you because now you see what the answer is and we're just guiding you along the way. So absolutely. I think for those students, it's going to be a very, very quick learning because they're going to want to figure that out. They've already made that step.
0: Now, you know, Kaizen Nation, you might be listening right now and saying, oh man, everything's virtual. I'm just not ready to be back in person yet. Coach David, we still got virtual, don't we? Can you speak about the adult option on Tuesdays? That's right,
1: Tuesday night in about uh, 10 minutes here, we have our uh, our fundamentals class, I call it. It's not a beginner class. We used to have it as a beginner class, but it's really not. We cover the fundamentals, we drill them. Uh, we've got red belts in there, we've got brown belts in there. And we have white belts, you know, just uh, newbies in there. So it's it's meant as a way to sound your techniques and be ready for anything, whether you're a red belt going for black or whether you're a white belt, just on your journey. Um, and uh, over Zoom, over the course of 16 months or however long it's been, we've sort of refined a way to make it work for pretty much everyone. And so if you're not comfortable, you're not ready to come back in person,
0: great, we love it. Come on over, Tuesday night, 7.30. You know, I can't be uh, uh you know forgetful about the summer camp option because yes, we have multiple summer camp, you know, locations, Maryland, DC, Virginia, but we also have the virtual option, believe it or not. So if you're if you have children who are looking for a virtual training Monday through Friday, nine to twelve, it's still an option. So the virtual is still there. Now, Coach David, you know, camps are still running. If you're still interested. Give us a shout. You know how to find us, kaizenkarateusa.com. There's limited space available. Some of the weeks, actually, I looked at the calendar earlier. Many of the weeks are full, especially the deeper we get into the summer. um, those weeks are packed. So act now if you're interested, coach David, I want to talk about timing and control before we start to wrap up this podcast. Now timing and control to me are two critical elements when it comes to partner work, that if your timing is off and if your control is poor, you're not gonna have a successful sparring experience. And the challenge with the pandemic was if most people didn't have an opportunity to work on that. Could you kind of kick us off with that?
1: Yeah, I think we saw that the last uh, week and a half here we've seen is that that's, the, that's like the weak link right now. People are, you know, they're enthusiastic. Um, for the most part, actually they're in good shape because we've been doing a lot of workouts. Um, technique is good, but that just that reaction time, the, the kind of clumsiness of movement, and the ability to have that distance you know when am I going to hit you when am I going to hurt you what am I going to miss and um it's not you know it's something insurmountable and we're certainly you know that's what we're working on but it is absolutely the low level right now what we the low-hanging fruit if you will of what we got to work on and so I know we're going to address that a little bit tonight we're going to work on some drills and we started working on that on Mondays, right? So. it just is, it's just sort of the, 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 what happens when you're off for that long, right? It's just the way it is.
0: I think back to the, I've, I've told you this many times. My very first teacher, he's, you know, someone came up to him after class one day said, How do you get better at kicking? And I'll, I'll tell you the full story later, but, you know, we were waiting for some big old answer and he just said, To get better at kicking, you got to kick more. And I kind of relate that to timing and control, right? How do you get better at timing and control? Well, if you had a bad first class or, you know, your timing control is not where it should be, spar more, do more partner work. It's not going to get better by thinking about it or reading a book. I mean, maybe it'll get a little better, but the real way to get better at it is you got to, you kind of got to eat that frog, right? You got to, you got to do the tough thing, which is you get out there, you find a bunch of people who are higher ranked than you, or, you know, if you're already a black belt, black belt rank or red belt rank, right. And you train with them. One observation I'll begin to close out here, coach, is I. I think back to classes that we've had, adult-based classes, Um, I, I, I look at the timing and I look at the control. I think there's one of two camps that most people are in. One camp is that people have been hitting that heavy bag so hard that they continue to hit people as hard as they hit the heavy bag. The second camp, it tends to be people who didn't have a heavy bag and are so tentative or cautious or maybe even a little bit nervous that they're just not even comfortable getting close. I don't see many people in the middle. And I think if I was a student listening to this and I'm like, yeah, one of those was me. Here's the solution. Just do it more. The more you do it, the better you get. We're taking a very cautious, slow approach. And I'm gonna speak specifically to one group coach, David, and that's the students who are listening who are like, man, I need to get back. I've taken too long off. It took off the pandemic. Or maybe you're someone who's listening and you know somebody who's taken off, who's regretting taking off. Coach, I mean, true or false, it's never too late to come back. And if you took off time, so did a lot of other people. Come back. And if you don't train with us and you train in another school, maybe you're somewhere in the US or somewhere else outside, hey, guess what? Martial arts don't continue unless people continue, right? And there's no law that says the martial arts must continue for the next 100 years. It requires people who are listening to this podcast to do their part to help spread the word. And I'm not talking about to our school, I'm talking about all over. So let's say you're in another country, you're in Europe, you're in Asia, wherever you are, and you're listening. Guess what? Help out the school. Go tell someone who may be stopped, who's talked about getting started again, right? Tell them to start. Coach David, I've always viewed myself as an ambassador for the arts. And I think this is something that everybody can do, right? Spread the good word. Someone's looking to get back in shape. Martial arts is one of the best workouts you can have.
1: Absolutely. Very well said. And um, I'm hoping that everyone out there who's listening, who is a martial artist, will grab that mantle. Like, you, you know, you don't have to be a black belt. You don't have to be a school owner. You don't have to be the sensei. You can be a blue belt or a white belt or any color and just be an advocate. Go talk about how much fun you have. Go, you know, tell people what a good workout you're having. You know, talk up whatever school or whatever teacher you're in, assuming that you liked it, which I'm assuming you are. And to spread the good word because um, it's not about trying to, you know, well, I have 50 students and you only have 25 students. It's not about that. It's raising all ships. We really want to just make sure that everyone feels that um, they're helping out. They're doing their part. And by the way, I just want to point out one more thing is the uh, talking about the timing and control, speed is another way. And you did this, Coach V taught this yesterday and did such a good job of slowing down the techniques, slowing down the cadence, even simply by just counting slower, helping people to go slower and enables them to have more control. That one thing is everyone wants to go fast because we're back and excited and adrenaline's going, slow it down. And that was like so good last night because it really helped to have everybody kind of say, this works, this speed works. So that was a big thing I think with uh, going forward
0: that we need to do absolutely well guys you know as we begin to wrap up you know if you're listening to the bitter end of this podcast we appreciate you please don't forget to hit the share button and one thing you can really do that's going to help folks if you're listening kaizen nation uh please leave us a review five stars is always preferred we appreciate that and uh don't forget to share the podcast and tell people about it okay so guys until next time my name is coach v i'm coach david this is the kaizen karate podcast signing out we'll see everybody next time take care everybody